Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. He konai purangi tēnei nā te reo irirangi o Aotearoa. Hi, and welcome to Eating Fried Chicken in the Shower bonus episode, which means I am joined by clinical psychologist Saab Jahal. Kia ora, James. Kia ora, brother. I want to talk about a toxic workplace. Do you have to be in a toxic workplace to experience a toxic workplace? Yeah, absolutely, we don't. Right. Uh, and what we want to be careful is that the toxic workplace does not end up setting, home, setting up home in your home. So because it can travel across those boundaries, you know, if we have a toxic workplace in a physical space, even then it can be difficult for it not to invade our home life uh, and, and keep it boundaried in that workplace. So and can we can we be clear when we say toxic? Yes. You know, because people might be listening and going, well, work, work can suck. Yep. But I don't know if it's toxic. Yeah. What do we mean by that? Well, I guess it's the culture of the place. And I guess there's a few indicators that are letting you know that this is not a healthy workplace for you to be in. So one of those might be something like, have you ever been told that you're lucky to have a job here? Mm-hmm. You know, this is not something that everybody gets. You know, this kind of online or in presence bullying behavior and that sort of controlling behavior, marginalizing you within the organization is a sign. This idea of poor communication, feeling like you're left out of the loop, feeling like you're in a workplace where it's got a lot of cliques going on. You know, there are people who are in the know or they're talking about other people behind their back, that kind of bad attitude, or this constant office drama that's kind of like going on the whole time. Or you walk into a meeting and you walk out not really knowing what happened in that meeting or there's no structure. Mm -hmm. So as well as the kind of like the disorganized workplace, there's this idea that this is okay and if you're any good then you'll figure your way through this there's no kind of like Mm. structure that's offering you any kind of pathway forward in this organization so all of these things are 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 signs that it's a bit of a toxic workplace particularly if you've got things like a tyrannical boss Mm. who would expect you to be there even if you're on your deathbed or perhaps you've got an hr system that when you're looking for growth or development have got nothing planned for you and have got nothing for you in the future either so all of these things are probably accompanied by this kind of feeling in your gut Mm. that it just doesn't feel right for you Mm. and for anybody else and that can often be shown by high turnover of staff coming right. in and out of the organization too. And when you talk about taking that home, 
you know, it's uh, we talking about lashing out, or what? What are, what are other things that can manifest? Yeah, you can feel very lonely. You can feel like it is really starting to diminish your sense of self worth, which then kind of shrinks you in your kind of outside of work life as well. Right. So one of the things that you can do is to make sure that you are participating in those activities that nourish you. Mm. If you do find yourself stuck in a toxic workplace, and making sure that you have allies, if you feels like it can't be trusted, you can't trust people within your workplace, then making sure you have allies or perhaps a coach that's set up outside or a mentor outside of that workplace too, that just help you to mentor whilst you're planning your exit strategy Mm. of getting out of that workplace, if that's an option for you. You know, people have to put money, you know, they have the money to put the the bread on the table, unfortunately. Well, that's another thing I want to talk to you about is, in, in a similar vein, if you're at home because... Uh, not necessarily there's a global pandemic going on, but um, you know you've got an a injury or an illness or something. Uh, like what do you have to be aware of in terms of your mental health mm-hmm. with healing? Because mm-hmm. it can be quite easy to focus uh, on just the injury. Can't I? I'm thinking of like how you focus on the toxic workplace, and you mm-hmm. come home and you kind of you try and fix the job, but you forget about your mental health. Is it the same with you know, if, if you're, you're, you're ill, you've got a chronic illness or something like that? Yeah, I think that the, the learning kind of applies across both. You know, just like, you know, the, the toxic workplace is all about your work, but actually affects you mentally. Just, you know, if you have a physical illness diagnosis, then yes, fixing the physical problem may be the major focus of any kind of treatment that you go through. But actually the mental health impacts um, can actually end up being larger or more long-lasting for you to be dealing with and can impede your physical recovery too. Uh, what are we talking about in terms of what do long-lasting uh, mental health effects from a physical injury look like? Well, let's say, for example, something like um, a cancer diagnosis or something that's chronic with you for a long time. Often you can end up with, say, chemotherapy and you um, are hooked up to your medication for a while and then you feel absolutely terrible for weeks and then you come back and you finish that treatment and you feel like, actually, I've done the physical thing, but All of the things that I'm experiencing while that's going on are feeling depressed or cut off from my social contacts or feeling worse and worse physically, meaning that I can't actually get out because I can't expose myself to possible infection or being in places where um, are are too hazardous for me. So all of the things that nourish us mentally, that help us to get a sense of being well in our lives, all of that stuff, if if we're not careful, and we're neglecting that, can actually impede our recovery physically because we're so low mentally. It has an impact upon our immune system and our immune response as well. It happens at a physiological level, not just how we're feeling inside our head. So what can we do to try and alleviate that? So one of the things that I think is really important to understand is that whether it's ourselves who perhaps are going through this kind of physical journey of trying to have a a serious illness treated or if we're caring for somebody else also is that the effects can be insidious we don't necessarily know that we're experiencing these until perhaps sometimes it's a little bit later on in the piece 
So there are examples of perhaps, you know, if you're looking after a child mm -hmm. who's having treatment, often it's only when the child starts to get better that the parent suddenly realises how terrible that they're feeling because they've been neglecting their own self-care whilst they've been going through looking after somebody else. And similarly, adults looking after other adults or if you are trying to take care of yourself whilst you're going through a physical health treatment, often it's only later on in the piece do you realise that actually all the things like social contact, mm -hmm. all the things like having enough sleep or good food or good nutrition, all of these things which are the basic fundamentals of actually good mental health and well-being as well as your physical health and well-being. If we rely, rely too much just on the medication and not looking holistically at the whole piece, then it can really affect us. Is it a bit like uh, when you've been playing a very intense uh, sports game because it's New Zealand and we must always use a sports metaphor <laughs> uh, and you are just warming down or you just uh, you know you get home from the game not even directly after the game and then you just kind of sit in the chair and fall asleep or you know you're like oh my god I'm exhausted is it just the the, the step down in intensity that is the trigger and I think that one of the things that you're, you're talking about there is really setting up so that you don't uh, have a poor experience afterwards. Because if you do something like that, you're going to wake up really, really sore yeah. in a very, very poor position. Yeah. <laughs> and it's going to be very difficult for you to move the next day. Whereas actually, if you're thinking about, well, what are your needs at that point for not just for your body, so making sure that you have good nutrition and you have a good protein meal, but also you know, making sure that you sleep yeah. and get good sleep, un uninterrupted sleep, so that your body can recover in the best way possible, but then you wake up mentally refreshed and prepared the next day too. So it's not just looking after your physical needs, but setting yourself up so the whole of yourself can get through this journey of looking after this disease and getting you well again. And I think that there are systems out there and there are services available, but often sometimes it's a bit of an afterthought and you have to poke around a little bit to get the system to recognize that your needs are not just about the diagnosis of the physical um, illness and the treatment of that, but your whole self. Clinical psychologist Saab Jahal, thank you very much. Kia ora, James. Kia ora.